With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We're live, bro. Yeah, just like that. Just like just that. Just like eh? that. That's oh, how we roll on that. That's how I love we roll it. On after hours. We are live. After after hours is the chill vibe. I I love it. I'm just chomping on some of these um smart sweets, melon bites because oh, those look good. I need something. <laughs> had a quick dinner tonight. We had Tom's House of Pizza, which is my favorite pizza in Calgary. Nice, okay, delicious. Thin crust, but not too thin. Nice pepperoni, the chunky Italian sausage. Yeah, just uh, just delicious. Uh, oh man, that sounds. You're getting you're getting me hungry right now. It's it's making my mouth salivate. Good, good. <laughs> well, hey, put in an order. We can wait. Why don't you order? You make you just put all let all of us wait for you while you order yourself some dinner. <laughs> I, I mean, not gonna lie, I might go. Oh, I I really shouldn't because it, it's it, it's awful. But I'm I'm guilty of doing like those uh, late night McDonald's runs. Or when I was living in a when I was living in Toronto, I had a 24 hour A and W literally right beside my house. So anytime I'd finish up, anytime I'd finish up at work, uh, I I take the subway home, and then uh, you know you you're hungry, right? You don't want to go and make food, so. Sometimes I'd even just wait, even if I on, on off nights, I'll just uh, one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Oh, I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling a mama burger right now and, and a root beer. Oh, it's just oh. Jeremy, you're getting me hungry. Oh, I know. Man. I'm all well, you said it. You said A&W. I'm all about the, uh, the the Papa burger with cheese. That's what I that's what I get. That's my favorite. Or the or the or the bacon cheddar uncle bro. Oh, man, man. Okay, we gotta stop. Oh, we're all we're all this getting hungry. Get... We're all getting hungry. Oh, we're, gonna, this, this gonna... we're gonna lose all our viewers. They're gonna all head over to AW right now to get themselves <laughs> some uh some part of the burger family, something from the burger family. <laughs> Welcome everybody to After Hours. Great to have you. Just had a great episode with Mike Moynihan on the early show on Sports Cards Live. That guy right there, that's it. You all know him. You all love him. That is Ben Carlos. That is my guy, Ben Carlos, right there. Appreciate We you, have man. on the ticker right now. Ben, your channel is simply called Ben Carlos on YouTube, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There it is, guys. If you're not yet subscribed to Ben, go give him a subscribe. I- I'm a big fan. I, I truly am. He, uh, in fa- he's in fa- And he loves pineapple juice. He loves pineapple <laughs> juice. He loves Winnie the Pooh. And he loves Vince Carter. And, uh, you know... How, how can you go wrong with a combo like that, Ben? Let's um. First of all, <laughs> yes, sir. You have your channel. It's called Ben Carlos. It's on YouTube. Yes, and sir. Uh, you do your you do a podcast, a video podcast called Friends with Ben. Mm-hmm. And if anyone out there follows me on Instagram, you saw earlier today. I said tonight I officially become friends with Ben because <laughs> you and I recorded one of your videos uh, about last Monday, I think it was. Yep. And you uh, you you premiered it on your YouTube channel today to mm-hmm. enormous fanfare. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, and and I got to tell you, um, I mentioned earlier, I was, I was having pizza tonight from Tom's House of Pizza. Quick story, not sports card related, but I'm going to tell you everybody this anyway. So my son is two. He's two years and like four months old and he's in soccer lessons. So took him to his soccer lessons today. He doesn't 
he just, he just doesn't pay attention at all to what to the coaches. Nothing. He picks up the ball, just runs towards the playground, and it's like, where? What are we even doing there? Right. Anyway, it's hot. We did that. Went to my parents' place to go see my daughter, and we we ordered in pizza. Quick. It was it was a really quick day. But while we were there. I knew that you were premiering your episode where you were gracious enough to have me as your guest. So we had it on YouTube on the screen. And so my, you know, my mom, my stepdad, myself, my wife, my kids, we were kind of, well, we weren't, I was trying to hear it and watch it. (laughs) There was a lot of stuff going on, but, but one thing, the reason why I'm going through all this is because I did watch as much as I could. Now I lived it, but I watched as much of it as I could. And I just noticed that, um, you, you did a great job. You really did a great job of interviewing me, um, preparing for it, and you made it fun, uh, and you edit these things. You know, you, you, you did a great job. So I just want to encourage everybody, you know, if you're not yet checking it out, um, check out Ben's channel. And, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this too. You got, you got the best, it's going to sound weird, but you got a lot out of me. You know, you really did. You, you asked a lot of great questions. So, if anybody out there want, you know, is interested in in like my backstory, the best episode I think you're going to get that on is the one that he premiered earlier today. Yes. Yeah, I, I, so I was sitting there, and even at one point, my mom, you know, my mom's she's kind of listening as well as she could, but uh, you know, oh, we I gave her a shout out in, in your chat too, right? So yeah. Anyway, it was pretty awesome. Man. So before we get more into you and your channel, let's mm-hmm. talk about, uh, cause I like to do this. I like some continuity between the, the early show and the late show for the sure. Sports cars live in the after hours. You were tuned in as, as best you could to the episode we just had with Mike Moynihan mm-hmm. and any, um, any takeaways Did anything we talked about resonate with you, anything that you want to, you want to, you want to mention or add to or anything. Yeah. So my biggest takeaway was, uh, I had the, on YouTube, you have the, um, what's it called? It's like waiting for the the premiere of something. Right. And I remember clicking on it and the dislikes were so high and I'm like, what the hell is going on? I was like, why does this guy have so many dislikes? And then you brought it up in the episode and I was like, oh, this is interesting. I want to see what he, what he, what he has to say about that. And then uh, he brought up a really great point that I think any content creator out there, not just making hobby content, but any content in general, um, that really, really s- stuck, uh, hit, hit close to home with me. And it's that, you know, at least they're watching. There's people watching. You know, yeah. not everyone is going to like you. The best that you can do is be your most authentic self that you can. And ultimately, what you're broadcasting on YouTube as a content creator is only a small microcosm of your real life. And people are judging you based off of that. A lot of social media is um, curated to, to our liking. We want to put out the best versions of ourselves or the versions of ourselves that we want other people to see. And if people are going to judge you based off of that small, uh, that small sample size, you know, it's not worth it. The only opinions that matter are that of yourself and the ones who are close to you uh, in your, in your circle. I agree. I agree. But you know, but that's the, that's the ideal mindset. And yeah. we're human. It's hard mm-hmm. to, it's hard to really be in that ideal mindset. Some people are and, and all mm-hmm. the power to them. But like Mike said, and like I said, do you know, we're human. We yeah. have, you know, you have feelings. Nobody wants to be hated. I don't, yeah. I mean, maybe some people do, I, I guess, but mm-hmm. It happens. 
And uh, and you just you know what? It's like there's a good there's a good sort of meme that's been going around for a while now. I forget how many seconds there are in a day, 80 something thousand or yeah. whatever it is. You know that one. If someone yes. like, if you have if you have 80 grand in your bank account and someone takes ten dollars, are you really gonna spend yeah. the rest of your day you know, mm-hmm. are you gonna let it ruin your day or your year or whatever that is? That that yeah. that that same sort of thing, right? So anything else from the episode that uh, that you that you want to bring attention to? I, I love that he I love that you brought in one of the the OGs, so to speak, in terms of uh creating hobby content uh, because that's how us as content creators and us as people in the hobby that's how we learn from we learn from the people who have been doing it for a long time such as myself when i had you on my on my podcast um and yeah just hearing his uh i love what he's doing in terms of the what is a hobby hobby palooza yeah did i get it right yeah I, I thought that was a really cool concept in terms of you know the reason why he brought it up was because uh, the national wasn't a thing last year. So this was kind of like that cool alternative for people to uh, get their uh, hobby and a socialization fix, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. A way to just hang out and, and bring the community together. I think it's a, I think it's a great thing. And I think it's the sort of thing that is going to live on even, even though, because it's, it's a YouTube thing too. Right. Yep. It's a, so it's going to, it's something that can live on, you know, as a way to almost build up the anticipation of the national, you know, Hey, mm-hmm. we're going to do these live streams. And then we're going to see each other. Like to me, it's, it's here to stay. And um, you know, whether, whether I can, you know, it's, I think it's going to become something where, you know, if you were on it last year, you don't get to go on it next year. You have to skip a year. Cause there's going to be so many people that are going to be, <laughs> you know, wanting to be a part of it and, and where the audience wants them a part of it. So, which I think is cool. All right, let's go to some comments. Yeah, for sure. This Snack time, Ben. With Bobby <laughs> Burrell. Bobby, welcome back. As What's up, Bobby? Always. Bobby hung out with me at the virtual expo last weekend. Really enjoyed that. Mm. Hockey guy says, luckily I had a bunch of ribs for dinner. Y'all are yeah. killing me with this food talk. Yeah, well, it's not over yet. There's more of this. Oh, there's more. Oh, Tom man. Newman says, Ben got a nice camera. Thank you, man. Bobby knows that Chris is the rack master. <laughs> I'm assuming he's putting up our ribs. Six racks today on the smoker. Sounds oh, delicious. God, Big killer. unit. His preference would be Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with a spicy chicken sandwich at oh, all. Oh, man. Good call, big unit. Good, good call. You're going to like this one, Ben. Decoy Cards says pineapple juice That's is my right. guy. That's my guy. I lo- Hey, Decoy Cards, I love you, man. I love okay, you. Now we, this next one, we we should all – everybody, please close your eyes for this. Michael Ham says, just ran a bath, lit a candle, poured a glass of wine, only missing a bath bomb, ran out, after hours gets wild. Hey, Open man, eyes. those lo- – those lush bath bombs. I, I I can't tell if he's joking or not, but yo, they're they're exhilarating. I'm just saying. So he he's even got the brand down, guys. Lush. That's where he shops for his bath bombs. Just so you know, if anybody ever wants to buy Ben a present, you want to send him something, send him a gift certificate to Lush. Okay, that's a, that's a, a pineapple bath bomb. <laughs> Here you oh, go, man. new subscriber for Ben Carlos, Ian Undercover. Glad Welcome to see family. it. Sports card seller, good evening and welcome. What does Michael say? I think most people are genuine and you get a real view of most content creators, but that does not mean you actually know them. That takes time and a dialogue beyond a video. I agree, agree. David G, good show tonight as always for Ben. Why did Pooh <laughs> make the cut? Hey man, Winnie the Pooh is my eternal grail. Uh, if you gave me the option to sell off my entire collection or sell that Pooh Bear, I'm selling the entire collection in a heartbeat. That's just yeah. how it is. I mean, it takes it <sighs> takes 
it takes a certain level of self-confidence and self-esteem to put yourself out there into the ethernet, into the YouTube verse uh, on a regular basis with a stuffed Winnie the Pooh bear over your shoulder. Like that, I re- I have the utmost respect for that, Ben. I think that, uh, you know what? It's a part of the, it's a part of the Ben Carlos culture, the Ben hey, hey. Carlos, the BCC. <laughs> Not you, the you s- carbon copy. You summed it up perfectly there, right? By people always ask, like, what yo, why do you have a stuffed bear in the background? I was like, you know, that's just that that's just me, man. I'm a Disney guy through and through. Uh, if I were to take it out for whatever reason, that wouldn't be on brand of me. So I, it would be very uh uh inauthentic or disingenuous, whatever word you want to use. Stay on brand, but baby, stay authentic, stay authentic. Mm-hmm. Michael Ham, I did have ribs, mac and cheese, and baked beans. Yeah, that sounds like a delicious dinner, delicious dinner. <laughs> Glad we're entertaining Tampa and welcome, welcome to the show. Malesh is the spot. Love the he, knows, scale. he knows. He we'll knows. Like the ones with glitter. Oh God! So Michael <laughs> Ham, not only does he know Lush, he's got like when he goes in, he goes. He knows what basket he's going to as soon as he walks into that. And I think I just gave away that I've been there too because I said basket. <laughs> I was gonna say I was just about to call you out on that. I'm like, I I was like, how do you know about the baskets, Jeremy? Well, because I bought bath bombs for uh, for the women in my life over the years. Exactly. That's how you know. That's how you know. You know. know. Right? No, they're not. They're not for me. No, no, no. (laughs) Hockey guy poo is very wholesome. Of course, Winnie the Pooh is very, very wholesome. Very wholesome. Mm -hmm. Hockey guy says my nephew who is two and a half or so is a big fan of poo, but Tigger is his favorite. Yeah, I mean Tigger is like the tiger, right? He's Walks on his walks on his tail a lot of the time. Has Pooh helped you close any deals with the lady? This is a, this is a PG. Don't answer. This is a PG thirteen show. This is PG thirteen here. Oh my god! Just give us a wink, Ben. Maybe a wink. Ah, there we go. There we go. Oh, do I need to say the sides oh. too? Mac and cheese, coleslaw, and cornbread. Very delicious and. uh Sports and collectibles want so no pineapple juice tonight, Ben. No, you seem to be drinking out of a uh, a, a water, yeah, a Gatorade water bottle. Yeah, no, this is actually a Ciroc. I'm, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, um, no pineapple juice. I've I've been meaning to go on a grocery run to, to restock. Straight vodka, ladies and gentlemen. He, he knows. He knows. <laughs> Ooh, that burns that water. That water. That vodka burns. <laughs> All right. Let's get to some card talk, my man. Let's get to some card talk. Let's so, get it. We covered off the episode we just did. Thank you for your feedback on that. I always like to have a bit of continuity between the two episodes. Hobby Palooza is coming up. We talked about that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, maybe we'll find a way to get you involved, Ben. Maybe we'll find a way to get you involved. To be hey, seen. Man. To be of seen. Course. Of course. The National. The National Sports Card Convention is yes, coming sir. up next month. I know you're you're kind of you're thinking about where are you at, man. I've been I've been really really encouraging you to go. Where are you at? Fill us in. Will you? Uh, man, I really really want to go. It's just a matter. I'm just trying to figure out logistics right now because we talked about this beforehand. I'm 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 a man who likes to prepare and make sure I have everything like set and sewn and, and accordingly. Um, that, 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 that made no sense, but I I like having things, uh, I have like having a set schedule for myself and knowing what I'm getting myself into. And I've talked to a lot of different creators such as yourself about going to the national and they're like, Oh, if you show up, you know, we have to link up and do this. And it's like, okay, okay. Um, cause for me, 
uh the national will more so be it's more of a networking and just being there for the community as opposed to buying uh buying my grail cards and going after those because if i if i made the trip revolved around that it's like look already going to the national buy stuff you're already spending a couple racks there so if you're going to be spending even more on cards it's like yo man yeah i'm not i'm not nat turner here i don't have that kind of bank roll to be to be throw to, to be throwing out so for me it's more so about the community and uh, just trying to figure everything out there. So it's still very much a work in progress. It's still, I don't know if it'll be a game time decision, but uh, I'm hoping I'm fingers crossed, fingers crossed. We'll get to go. Well, I'll tell I'll tell you this. Like, and I tell this to everybody, you know, the experience, it's not just about going to buy the cards. Yes. It's, it, you know, it is it, there. There certainly is that element for sure. You know, hopefully, you know, I go, I hope to find a few cards for my personal collection, but I don't go mm -hmm. in, I'm not, I've gone in before. It used to be, I want one really nice vintage hall of fame baseball card, you know, yeah. at least at a minimum. And I'd, I'd come away with more than that, but I'd always want one of those. Now I've kind of got that rounded out. The, the hall of fame vintage baseball cards that I want now, I'm kind of priced out of a lot of them. So I'm mm -hmm. going in open-minded. I'm just excited to find something that catches my eye, which is it's a sense of freedom to go in there without a specific target not to take anything away from people who go in with specific targets that's what works and it works for different people at different times of their hobby journey so yeah i fully i fully but i do encourage it for the experience yes and for the networking and the network development because mm -hmm. you never know who you're gonna meet what well, you but let me tell you if you like people you are going to meet people yeah. and you are going to trade the odd phone number, trade the odd Instagram account. Mm -hmm. And now you've got more people that will find cards for you. will think about you. If you know, it's like, that's how you build out your hobby network yes. is by being in person. It's, it's one way to build out your hobby network is to go do this in person, but it will, it, it's going to strengthen relationships you already have, and mm -hmm. it's going to build new ones as well. So I, I wholeheartedly encourage uh, you Ben to come and anybody else that's thinking about it. I'm, 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 I'm hoping so boss. I'm hoping so. Good, good. Okay. Let's go to some comments here. Yeah. Alf Gadet, Welcome. It's smoking hot in British Columbia. Yeah. It's a, it's a heat wave for sure. We got Ryan in the house. What's good, bro. What's good, Ryan. He, Ryan will be joining on uh, after hours next week. I believe it is right, Ryan. I, hey. I believe it is. Hey, he'll be, he'll be on my podcast next week too. So this is nice. It's going to be the Ryan Nolan hour, ladies and gentlemen. That's awesome. And, and Ryan is uh I mean, we, we, we don't have it like it's not the contract is still with with it's, you know, it's still with our lawyers, but we're in the middle of writing a contract where he's the official card show correspondent yeah. for Sports Cards Live coming on the show once every, you know, once a quarter basically to talk about because this guy loves traveling to card shows. He has a great channel, Breakout Cards. Check it out if you're not subscribed. He's already been on Sports Cards Live once. He will be back again next week so uh ryan looking forward to that michael ham said yeah i got the f1 sapphire box giveaway for for hobby palooza and i don't know if you noticed michael it didn't take me long to uh to say sapphire it was like <laughs> before before mike moynihan even got it out to say i get first dibs which is that was how cool was that of him to to offer me first pick like holy crap that was that was sick yeah, yeah, but he was, did before he could finish it. I'm like Sapphire. Sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Why tops uh, Sapphire or F1? Well, it's it's the F1. Why? Yeah. Because the other stuff he had was baseball and soccer, uh, and I just I mean I don't 
I don't collect soccer, mm-hmm. and I don't really collect uh, current modern baseball. So right. Sapphire, and I love F1, so it made sense to me. You should have had a like, hockey box just ready just for you. And but I still might have gone for Sapphire. Really? Know? Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's such a cool product, right? Mm, so I might right. I, I probably still would have actually, mm. which might have ah, who knows? <laughs> Maybe uh, it's almost like what I should I be obligated to take the hockey if there was hockey? Nah, I'll take the sapphire. No, nah, so no, nah, cool. I I feel you, I feel you. If I was like given the choice of like all these basketball cards, I'd probably pick the I probably pick like the weird one too. Like maybe not not saying it's a weird one, but I I always wanted to rip a pack of wrestling cards for whatever reason, just because it's like something that's just different, you know? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Okay, what do we got here? Uh, sports and collectible. Hey, sports and collectible NFTs. Can you please put your first name in your next message so I can refer <laughs> to you by your first name, please? Just because it's a bit of a mouthful there. Otherwise, I'm just going to call you sports, which is the first word of this channel. So it's a kind of... Uh, okay, what do we... I just want to see if I can figure out who this who this Facebook user is. It'll probably show um, in the Facebook. Uh, the I'm Facebook looking on. Uh, yeah. I'm looking on the Facebook right now, but I'm not. Why aren't I seeing it? Who is this? They're saying the national is all about hanging with my friends and having fun, which, of course, I completely agree with. But I just put your name into in there, please, if you wouldn't mind. Really, yep. Next week says Ryan. Can't wait. Me neither. Ryan's a great guest. You know, he's, he's one of man. these guys that is that just uh, really appreciates and ha- has really embraced. The the vintage, the history of the, yeah. of the of the of the history of the cards and the sport themselves. So you got to check out Ryan for sure. Mm-hmm. Michael Ham, split the F one with you if you win. Double our odds. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, Ryan. Ryan, are you? I'm sure Ryan's going to the national. Are you oh, going yeah. to Atlanta before and Dallas before the national? We'll find out. He'll talk about it. The uh, he'll talk about it in the chat here. Michael Ham says, I just watched Trade Night last night. One of the rarest F1 cards, Hamilton Purple Sapphire, numbered to 10. Oh, my God, that's a big card. That's a beautiful card. Jordan Riker wants to know, what's the story behind the Sapphire box? I'm super jealous. Uh, well, it's simply a high-end uh, Tops F1 product. That's that's the story behind it. Oh, the story, though, is that on Hobby Palooza, which if you have if you just got here, Jordan, Hobby Palooza is July the 10th and 11th, thehobbypalooza.com. It, the calendar isn't updated yet, but it will be soon. Pretty much hosted and organized by Bench Clear Media, which is Mike Moynihan and Ty, I want to say Wilson, but I'm not 100% certain. And uh, it's uh, two straight days of live streaming. And uh, it's one hour at a time on different channels. And I'm, I'm the channel on the, the slot on Sports Cars Live is three o'clock Eastern on the Saturday. Ian Undercover is the resident wrestling card guy. Where's my hey. oh, There it is. Corey Carr, what's up? What's, what's up, up, Corey? Happy Saturday to you. Better late than never. Better late than never. Oh, Logan Ward, that's who it is. Logan, I'm going to do this really quick here. If mm-hmm. you go to, and you should know this, Logan. I, I think you know. Go to streamer.com slash Facebook. <laughs> click the big blue button, and uh, that should um, that should fix that anonymity on Facebook for us, which would be mm-hmm. great. What else we got here? I'm just scrolling to find it. Brian says going to make it a surprise for. Oh yeah, he's going to go to one show before the before the national. He's going to make it a surprise. That's awesome, mm-hmm. Eric. Good evening for us. Good morning for you. Eric is in South Korea. Everybody, I actually spoke to him on the phone uh, about three four hours ago, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, it's ten o'clock in the morning here tomorrow." 
Like, oh, very is, cool. that, is, is that Hale Hustle, Eric Myers? Yeah, that's. Oh that's, man, he's a. Le I've heard. I've. Oh man, he's a legend. He's a legend. I know. That's Holly crazy. Hustle. I got Holly Hustle. Holly. Yeah, I can't pronounce. Yeah, but, uh, that's that's Holly Hustle. That he Lakers loves, collection or that that Kobe, Kobe collection is just is something is something else, man. Something he loves, else. He loves him some vintage. Tyler mm -hmm. says I just started watching F1 series on Netflix. I find it pretty interesting and love the look of those sapphire. Tyler, that's what got me into F1. I watched all three seasons back in like April, probably March, April, wow. April, March, April, May, and there somewhere. And uh, it just really drew me in to the, to all the different uh, people that are all the drivers, the, the team managers, the owners, like it just, it, that documentary was excellent marketing for that, for that sport, mm. like bar none. And I I've since only bought two cards, both singles off of eBay and um, neither of them are here yet, but I'm looking forward <laughs> to getting them because I get I, they're shipped to my U.S. address, which I wait to build up. So they'll be right. here soon. I'm excited. Right. I'm excited. Tyler Brenton says, looking forward to the Calgary Card Show on the 25th of July, hoping this can turn into a monthly thing. Talk to the organizers while you're there, Tyler. Let them know that's what you want. I'm sure they're willing to do it. And while I won't be set up, I will be dropping by there for a couple of hours or as long as my daughter is willing to stay with me. Jordan Riker, yes, Jordan. So there's going to be some giveaways. Uh, Tops is a sponsor of Hobby Palooza. And earlier tonight, uh, Mike Moynihan, who was our guest on Sports Cards Live Early Edition, um, offered me first choice of the prizes to give away. And I, <clears throat> I, I before he could get it out of his mouth, I, I said, I'll take the, the sapphire. Jordan then says, did you see the Lewis Hamilton variation? <laughs> I did not. I did not see that. No. Do I watch every F1 race now? The answer is yes, but I don't watch the qualifying or the practice because it's just so much every weekend, right? My weekends are busy, especially with this show. But yes, I'm watching every race and um, I find F1 races, Ben. I don't know if you've, have you, do you watch F1? Hey man, the extent of my F1 is uh, Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. That's, that's about it. Fair enough. I don't even think that's F1. But oh, I mean that race that, that exactly that goes to show yeah. how much I know. <laughs> but I'll tell you, man, like I had the same answer as you a couple months ago, three, four yeah. months ago, and now Sunday more the, the races are early on usually early morning Sunday, and it's just something about it is like mesmerizingly relaxing to watch hmm. an F1 race because it's it's not that fast, they're a few hours long, but it's just ah, uh, they're just this i love it it's like some people love watching golf i i'm not a golf. i don't watch golf right f1 for me i just really really enjoy it makes sense michael ham i did not realize how expensive the f1 hamiltons are yeah, yeah they are thousands logan switched to youtube awesome thank you logan jordan who are you rooting for uh in what in in f1 in in the race tomorrow if you're talking about the race tomorrow See, I, I heard who won the pole position, which I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Um, and I'm not really rooting for him. I don't, I'll tell you one thing though. I don't want to see Lewis Hamilton win the driver's championship this year because he's just wanted too much. I'm ready. I'm ready. It's like, I'm so new to it, but I'd like to see a change. Looks like Verstappen is in position to do that. But I like, I like Lando Norris. I like Sergio Perez. Some of these other guys who uh, even, you know, Daniel Ricardo, I don't think he's really in contention right now, but I, I just like some of the other guys. 
YYC, where is the Calgary Carjo? How do I get info on it? Follow me on Instagram, YYC, and I'll, I'll, I'll repost it soon, I promise. Jordan Hudson pulled an orange Hamilton refactor out of 25. Amazing. Amazing. And the oranges, if you especially, you know, I know there's damage to almost all of them on the back, but I don't really think it matters. They're still super rare and cool. And that's not just the, the Hamiltons. These cars were actually printed in Europe because mm-hmm. my understanding is all the printing facilities are just so backed up right now. They went to Europe for printing on these and something didn't work out perfect. Jordan, will you be attending the Canadian Grand Prix Montreal? It was canceled this year and um, maybe one year, maybe one year. Tickets are not cheap to this, though. Toa Hang. So hey, Toa. Yeah. Nice. Seem to be a lot of F1 here among older collectors thinking it's a pump and dump. What are some aspects of it you think will keep it stable? Great question. People are throwing pump and dump around at, at everything that gets popular nowadays. Now, I'm not saying it's not happening with certain specific cards, and I mean, just follow card porn on Instagram to uh, to 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 hear a very uh, uh, to hear an opinion on what cards might be subject to the old pumpy dumpy as they the, the, <laughs> old, the old pumpy the old, the old pumpy pump, yeah the old pumpy pumpy and dumpy right oh man that's hilarious <laughs> it is pretty funny yeah. so you know that that's reason but as for the the overall the product overall here's why I think and Carvin Carvin Chung you know who is the true card father will tell you that. All it takes is the Middle East to clue into cards and and F1 will just become like the biggest thing ever type of thing. So uh, it's a global sport, right? It's not just contained to North America. I think that's it's like soccer in that respect. So I think there's something there. Jordan says, for those who don't know or who are bored by F1 talk, Lewis Hamilton is the Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan sport. Yeah, he's the goat. Like, absolutely. Oh, I didn't know he was that. I didn't know he was that good. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, dude. No, he's like basically been been like winning the championship, like the the driver's championship for like, I don't know for sure. Please don't quote me on this, but it's like 10 years running. He's oh, wow. Yeah. Which is basically like being like winning the championship every single year. Now, you have to keep in mind, it's different than team sport, right? It is a team sport, but there's only two drivers per team there's only 10 teams usually in in the races so 20 cars and one guy wins it all every year as hockey guy says he's been he's been dominating for a very long time now wow oh there we go there's mike moynihan i'm glad you're mike you are welcome for having you on earlier mike it was a true pleasure i really enjoyed the episode hockey guy says f1 is popular world yeah that's what i was just saying it is popular worldwide Michael Ham says that that was one, that was one of the card in the trade last night. It was two Hamiltons plus cash for the purple. The F1 cards pretty much cannot grade a ten. I learned a lot quick. Yeah, I, I've heard there are printing issues with them. Here we go, Stephen Foley, my guy in Florida, says my house is open for you next year when F1 comes back to Miami. Hey, that's again. I'm getting invited. I've got, I got an invitation <laughs> from from Mike Moynihan to to Texas to Fort Worth. I got one to Florida now, guys. I'm basically going to couch surf my way through the Southern States here. This is awesome. Hey man, that's what happens when you're the Lewis Hamilton of hobby content. (laughs) Ah, I see what I did there. Oh boy. I see what you did there. I don't know. That's, that's high praise there, my man. That is high, (laughs) high praise. Now, here we go. Logan Ward, who is a NASCAR guy. Now I I believe Talladega Nights was a NASCAR theme type of movie. Is that right, Logan? Fun to collect and still undervalued. 
Lewis, Lewis Hamilton has seven F1 titles. Jeez. There we go. There we go. Michael, so big unit is wondering, is Michael Schumacher the GOAT, the F1 GOAT? I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm a new F1 fan. So to me, from what I've heard and watching it, I know there's also the, who's the guy who passed away. They they profiled his his um passing in the show as a, a Finnish a European guy, I believe. There's a few goats, just like in any sport. There are there's more than one. goats travel in herds. There can be more than one goat. Let's keep that in mind, everybody. Now that, that was incredible. I've never heard that before, but that that's that's wow. This this is why you're the goat. Do you even watch my content, Ben? <laughs> I, I, I've never, I've never heard that uh, expression before. Seriously, like, going to travel. Done, that's why. That's why. I'm, that's why I bug you about it. That's why I bug you. I'm just messing That's now. crazy. That's crazy. So there we go. Lewis has won four years in a row. Here we go. Decoy cards says Hamilton is tied for the most F1 titles with Schumacher at seven, and he might. He's. You know, I know that a couple of weeks ago, uh, Max Verstappen overtook him for the lead this year, but there we're only like halfway through the season. So there's a lot of time left still. Michael Ham, you guys get to Tampa Bay. You hit me up. Can't stay house. Wife may think that is weird. Hey, I get that. I get that. <laughs> it wasn't Ayrton Senna, Tyler and cloud that I was thinking of. It was Nick, Mickey, Mickey or Nikki or something like that. Who am I thinking of? I just don't remember the guy, a real older, a much older guy. He had lots of burns on his body. But he was working, I think, with Mercedes. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. There we go. Logan confirms Talget Dagan Knights is indeed a NASCAR-based film. Lewis Hamilton dated Schumacher's daughter. Fun fact. Schumacher's son, uh, Mick, I think it is, is is uh is he in, in F1 now or is he in F2? I think he's I think he's in F1. Um, that's pretty cool, actually. But I, you know, it's so far he's not he's like a rookie so he's not living up to to his dad's uh reputation yet but there's obviously time for that jump in jump in ben what, what i think of all this amen like like i said my i didn't even realize and i i hope that uh i hope that the guys in the chat don't kill me for this i didn't even realize that nascar and f1 were two different things so <laughs> so yeah i know they're gonna kill me for that but it's just yeah. again that goes to show how much i i i know so well and then there's indie which is i, th I think is a whole other thing right oh yeah wait so indie like 500 or whatever that's yeah, a whole I think i jesus christ i, I know I don't know either. All I really know is that Jeff Gordon was NASCAR because I mean everyone knows about Jeff yes, Gordon. Jeff, that, that was that's the name I was gonna. I, I wanted to bite my tongue because right when they started bringing up like NASCAR and F one, I was like, okay, I can't bring up his name because he's probably in the different thing, and I don't want to sound <laughs> yeah. like an idiot. So I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that's really about all I know. If I hadn't watched the F one documentary. I would know nothing about any of this. Yeah, I, I swear. But there we go. Jordan got, has it. Nikki Lauda. That's exactly who I was thinking of. I believe he's a yeah. Cloud knows too. Big Unit knows too. Logan Ward. Everybody knows it was Nick. They all know. They all know. They all know. They all know. Uh, oh yes, Jordan says Mick is in F1 drives for Haas. Yeah, his cards sell well. That right, Michael. That's got to be based on the name more than what he's doing. Which is like, hey, it's fair. If Michael Jordan's kid was in the NBA. There'd be people would be buying the cards. Just, hey, Tiger Woods, uh, Tiger Woods' son, right? Even golf, people will buy those cards no matter what. Doesn't I mean? Yeah, Br Br Bronny James, I guarantee, is gonna have like what. No matter where he gets drafted, if he gets drafted, his prism cards will probably go bananas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. Another one likes my goat statement. Lee Haskins love the statements. There are more 
Then one goat, there are more than one goat. Also, the one goat, like Gretzky, but how or are also goats. It seems like you're writing, putting down lyrics to a tune there, Lee. We got <laughs> to get, get the music to go along with that now. The Jordan sports card is a lifestyle, a remix over there. Yeah, there, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Maybe we can get Victory Investments to put that to some music because he, he does a great job. Jordan says, can we get a yacht for sports cards live at the Monaco <laughs> Yeah, right, man. No, use that AdSense money. Gotta yeah, use there that. we go. Uh, there's no, there's my channel is monetized, but it's turned off. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, believe it or not. What else we got here? Ben's getting a quick F1 rundown. Yes, yeah. he is. Yes, he is. Here we go. Toa changes the topic and says, Ben, what are the Raptors <laughs> doing this off season? Are they trading Siakam Lowry? How does this? I saw your your reaction video to them jumping up to the fourth pick overall. Tell us a bit about the Raptors offseason, speaking to Toa's question, but how, what, is this, what does this fourth overall draft pick mean to the Raptors? Uh, first off, Toa, thank you for uh, changing the subject to something I'm actually fluent in, so I appreciate you for that. <laughs> um, I've been saying from time that what the Raptors do in the offseason what the Raptors do in the offseason will be heavily predicated on the outcome of the draft lottery. Now that they've jumped into fourth, which is absurd. I still can't believe it. I wake up every morning and I'm like, oh my God, the Raptors have the fourth pick in the in the draft. The reason why is because this year's draft is very top heavy with the top four specifically because these top four have true all-star potential. I don't remember the last time a draft has been that top heavy with, with the four. Um... It's tough to say because I think Lowry might be gone regardless. Um, and they're going to rebuild and retool around the core of Fred, OG, and Siakam. But hey, it, it all depends on who we draft. If we get Jalen Suggs, who's a point guard uh, coming out of Gonzaga, that probably means Lowry's gone. And then Jalen Green. Either way, either one of these guards, Lowry's most likely gone. And now if we get Evan Mobley, who is you know power forward center, he might stay, but I don't know. It's it's tough to it's tough to say. Let, let me ask you this: like the fourth overall pick in mo, like I I can speak mostly to the NHL. Yeah, the fourth overall pick, it's good, but it's not a top three. It's not a top two. It's not a first pick overall. Yeah, it's either the first pick is a is an obvious or it's a top two. You never really, you never really, um, the third. There's in the NHL. There's never really a chance that the person who people think is the third best is going to get chosen first overall in this year's NBA draft. Is there, could any of those four guys go first overall? Oh, absolutely not. The first overall pick, it's unanimous. It's Cade Cunningham. He's okay. very much, uh, his gameplay is very much like Luca. Um, that's why he's, he's number. He, that's why he's the, uh, the bonafide number one. Um, but the other three guys, while they're not necessarily on his level, <laughs> They could very well be like all-star type players. Um, one guy in particular of the three, Jalen Green, I think he has the potential um, to potentially be better than Cade. Like there, and I know this is this might get this might be a hot take here, but um, Jalen Green, a lot of scouts and different uh, people who have been watching him, they like to compare it, his game to a young Kobe, which is like absolutely yes, it's it's nuts to say. Because he's just he's just that a natural natural of a scorer, but with that said, he all he has he has potentially the highest ceiling, but he has the lowest floor too. So he could very well be like an absolute bust. It all depends on his work ethic and development. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. 
So I just realized this is after hours and finally put the proper banner at the top of the screen. <laughs> a little off my game, long day. It's Tom all good. Says, I want to come back to basketball in a second. He says, For I sure. have art of Walter Payton's son. It's not valuable, LOL. <laughs> fair, fair comment. Um, and then I wanted to go to, okay, so you, you just talked about who the top prospect is in the next draft. Uh, I forget who the name you just said, the guy who's the consensus number one. Yeah, but Kate Cunningham. Cunningham. Yeah. As far as two, three, and four go, are those interchangeable depending on the team's needs? Yeah, it, it's it's tough. It's so hard to say. Like one, in terms of like mock draft boards, everyone has Kate going number one. It's two, three, and four that it's all over the place. Like it, and, and the thing is, is that you can't. The crazy thing about the draft, which is also the most exciting thing, is that so many of these teams are throwing smoke screens out there saying, oh, we're going after this guy, when it's just really like, no, they're going after this guy. And you don't really know until draft night uh, once they have the picks uh, set. Uh, set. But it's exciting, man. Regard I'm just blessed that we're in the top four because really the Raptors have the easiest job out of the four teams. They just You take whoever's left. Right. There's no pressure of like, okay, do we take this guy over this guy? Now, if uh, Cleveland decides to pull a fast one and take a guy outside of the top four, because, you know, Cleveland is, is known for these like cr crazy draft selections, then it might get interesting. But it's one of those things where we'll, we'll see what happens draft night. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Jordan says, speaking of goats, who are the goats of the hobby? There's one goat Jeremy of the hobby. Lee, Jeremy Lee, Jeremy Lee, no, 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 uh, no. Uh, Nat Turner. Uh, James Beckett, and then uh, Jeremy Lee one more time. No, no, not even Nat Turner. He's not even going to go. The go to the hobby is James Beckett. Yeah. He's the go to the hobby. Um, Add Carvin in there. Yeah, you, you're right. Yeah, okay. There, yeah, Car Carvin. Carvin is there too. There, there are there are there are more than more than just those two, but I, I bring it up because well, because Jordan brings it up, but also if you look at the intro video to Sports Cards Live, uh, written, produced, directed, and sung by Victory Investments. Um, you will see that uh, when we flash through some of the past guests of the show, he actually, and he just did this, put a goat on top on the Jim Beckett uh, flash when he <laughs> comes up. So Dr. James Beckett is the goat of the hobby. Of course. He'll probably be like, ah, oh, stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> too bad. Too bad, Jim. That's what we all believe. Uh, Jordan says, "Who? What are the top three fan bases in Canada? It, well, the top two are the ha the Montreal Canadiens and the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's that's a hands down. After that, I don't think yep. it's the Raptors. I don't think it's the Rough Riders. I don't think it's the Blue Jays. Um, I might be wrong, but I'm going to say it's going to be something like, you know, Oilers fans will kill me, but like the Winnipeg Jets. Probably the Winnipeg Jets have the most um, passionate fans." And I mean, I might be a little bit biased there. Ah, I'll just, I'll just go with that. Do, what do you think? Do you have any, uh, any, any view on that? I mean, I'm completely biased, but it all depends on, um, you know, your definition of top uh, fan base. Like, what does that entail? Does it, like, does it the most passionate? Is it like, do you dictate it off of like the followings on social media? Who turns up to all the games? Like attendance? Like, it all depends on what you mean. Yeah, I think it all be attendance and like watching on 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 TV and listening that kind of thing. Okay, yeah. Um, again, uh, I don't watch a whole lot of hockey, if any, so I can't really, you know, throw my hat out there. But I mean, hold on. Did you guys hear that? He doesn't watch a whole lot of hockey. See ya, Ben. Thanks for joining us tonight. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, for real. Um, and people might Leafs fans might kill me for saying this, but hey, 
past couple of years, Toronto's been a basketball city. I'm sorry to say. I just like when you keep maybe it is. Maybe yeah. it's the Raptors, the third. Maybe it's the Raptors, the Leafs, and the and the. It's definitely the Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens. Then it's yes. probably the Raptors. Yeah, I'll yeah. Concede. I'll concede I, w- I would I would for sure say the Leafs and the absolutely the Raptors. I, I yeah, that that'd be my three right there. Leafs, Canadians, Raptors. And the other thing though is that the Raptors aren't just in. A, they're not just Toronto's team. They're Canada's team. You know they yep. they have they have exactly. fan bases. A fan their fan bases coast to coast in Canada, which mm-hmm. is. Canada's like what 30 something million people now. Mm-hmm. So they've got that's that's their fan base. So they're definitely a top three, actually. Now that I now that I think about it. Yes. And I'm sure someone's corrected me below. Mm-hmm. Let's go, let's go on. I like let's talk about this for a second. Um, I don't know if you saw this, Ben. There's but, a uh, Logan Paul Mickey. No. <laughs> so it's a Keith Shore card. Keith Shore is the artist who did the yeah. card. But I tell you, Michael, I saw that card. I posted it to my Instagram story. I oh, said, no words except want i think so it's basically uh oh man i gotta find it here to show you this card is i'm looking it up right now because it's like what the heck uh it's so cool dude it's like he man so what is it on the top site right now for project 70 uh, uh yeah but here just here it comes here here it is i got it right oh here. you're gonna show it off okay that's hilarious oh Isn't my that- god isn't that amazing? Oh my god, that's so funny. So funny. So funny. <laughs> I it to me, to me, Michael, Ben, everybody else, to me, it's like the it's 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 the it's just the coolest card to come out of any tops project so far, I think. Imagine wearing that card on a chain. Oh, that just be that that that'd be so meta. Oh, you I know love what? It. This, here, I, I let's speak. Let's speak to that to what Logan Paul did for a second, because I think a lot of people misunderstood his proclamation that the BGS Ten Charizard is a million dollar card. Yeah. He said that, but he said this is a million dollar card. He didn't point. To, I think it's a pop three. Yeah, he didn't point to all three of them. He pointed. Yeah, he said to, his specifically. This yeah. is a million dollar card, and I don't. I think he intended it to mean that copy because mm-hmm. it entered the ring in that boxing match yep. it has now all sorts of cultural relevance folklore yeah. prestige associated to it i don't think he's saying all bgs 10 charizards are worth a no. million dollars i think he meant specific. that specific card 100%. but i don't think many people picked up on that and yeah. but i feel like i did and i think that's what he meant so i mean i'd have to ask him to confirm but yeah um hold on let me text him quick logan <laughs> what did you mean when you said this is another Cal, see if he gets back to me tonight. He, I think he was he, he was mentioning earlier he's going out with a lady tonight, so you just never know. We'll see if he gets back <laughs> to me. But yeah, Michael saw the car. He says hilarious. It's still second to the Randy Johnson duck hunt one. Yeah, that's oh, man. I love I love some of the cards in in Tops Project uh, seventy. Toa hug Toa hangs. I was gonna say Toa hugs Toa hugs Toa <laughs> hangs says Suggs is gonna be a stud. Jordan wants to know, Ben, did you just put Cade Cunningham? Listen, 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 Jordan, listen. I said play style. I did not say Cade Cunningham would be like Luka Dunn. I said play style. And if you watch his game, you'll see the parallels, you know? Ben? What's that? Bye-bye. Jordan, that's for you. Okay, we'll do that for you. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. This context, context is key. Context it is, is key. hey, it is key, just like that Logan Paul comment, right? It is totally key, totally mm-hmm. key. Michael Ham says, I don't think Cunningham will 
I don't think Cunningham will not be the best. I like well, that's a, that's a double negative there, Michael. I think what, what you're actually saying there is you think he will be the best, but I think he means to say he won't. You think you like Green the most, Ben? What do you think about Green? Like that, that's exactly what I was saying earlier. I think Jalen Green potentially has a higher ceiling, just because again, call me call me crazy about it too, but he just has that like. Uh, natural scoring ability and now it's just a matter of like i said will the work ethic and development get him to that uh ceiling because he may have the highest ceiling potentially the highest ceiling but he also has the lowest floor where he could be the biggest bust out of the four as well so here's a question for you what do you think of kevin durant do you think he's the go to the playoffs with those massive games I mean, are they still in the playoffs? I don't. I don't think you can call him the go to the playoffs if he, he he's been eliminated. Yeah. Um, I think the go to the playoffs still belongs to a certain number twenty three that's not named LeBron James. For all of you listening who think I'm referring to LeBron James, no, it's Michael Jordan. But but this year, oh, this year's go to the playoffs. Oh, I mean, you have to wait until uh, until it's over. But right now, yeah. I mean. Must be Devin Booker, right? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, could be could be um, Giannis by the time it's all said and said completely. Tyler says, "Okay, this is a great question. Do you think the Suggs Green Mobley are able to make an impact next year on the Raptors? Feels like sometimes these prospects take a few years." I completely agree that they will because it's almost universal in terms of the top four. Whichever of those four goes to the Raptors and I'm, I'm not saying this like biased by any means they're getting drafted into the best situation because they're not going to have that uh, expectation to perform and develop right away. Unlike with Cade, when he goes to the Pistons, you know, they're going to expect him to be performing for them. Like immediately same with whoever goes to the Rockets and the Cavs with the Raps, you already have a culture set uh, in place and you have already have all these different veterans that, they take the pressure off these guys, and it, and it lets them uh, develop and flourish at a at a le- with, with less pressure. Hockey guy says the finals are about to start. Ben, good time to start watching. <laughs> yeah, who? It's what Tampa Bay and Montreal. Yeah, yeah, Tampa Bay, Montreal. It's yeah, actually, I, I really think it's going to be a great series. Montreal is they deserve to be there. It's no wow, flu. Okay. I mean, That's they didn't have a great season, but they are playing well when it counts. I saw I saw a statistic about uh, some uh, someone on the someone on the Habs right now, where it's like most most goals scored before the age of twenty one, and he's tied for first with like. I mean, Gretzky did it in like only twelve games or something stupid like that, and but it's like nine goals. Uh, with, Nine, I think the record right now is nine goals. He's tied uh, for it, but I just thought that was uh, fascinating. It's, uh, I think it's, it's Cole Caulfield, and, and um, yeah, I'm not sure if it's, I don't, I don't know the exact number of goals. If it's nine, it's Cole Caulfield. He's playing mm. great. He's got, yeah, he's young. He's got a ton, ton of energy. Here we go. Hockey guy refers to Jefferson Burdick, who first organized, organized sport, sports and non sport cards for the first time. Oh, wow. Okay. Logan Ward, yeah, names him right there. Jefferson Burdick is the original go to the hobby, and I can't believe that I didn't mention that earlier. Yes, 100% agree. He would actually precede Dr. Beckett as, um, as you know, the original goat. And mm-hmm. Dr. Beckett, it's almost like he took the baton in, yes. uh, you know, in the opinion of many. 
Excuse me, hockey guy. I believe that is who I'm referring to, Logan. Yep, that is who you're referring to for sure. Ha, ah, Terry Fortune throws out a banger. Toronto's a golfing city. <laughs> oh, oh, my boy. God. Oh, boy. Okay, let's go totally off topic, says Jordan Riker. He wants to know, favorite restaurants in Canada. Have, ever, have oh, either of you man. ever been to Joe Beef? Not only have I never been to Joe Beef, I've never heard of Joe Beef. Neither have I. But I can just let you know, like, for the most part, we have the same restaurants. As far as chains go, mm-hmm. many are the same. Of course, there are some that are exclusive to Canada, but we have many of the same. Anything stick out to you? I mean, A&W, we already talked about it. That's just... Yeah. Papa Burger with cheese, man. Papa yeah. A&W, Harvey's. I don't know if any... I don't know anything that's strictly... Oh, um, New York Fries is strictly Canadian. I'm not the biggest poutine guy, but um, uh, yeah, New York Fries is Canadian, ironically enough. Uh I'm trying to think what other Canadian spots. It's not a favorite, right? It's not New York fries was was kind of trendy when it first came came out, which was like in the eighties. Yeah, it's the first like mall locations, but yeah. Here's an interesting take. Corey Carr says that Logan Paul mantle card is disgusting. I don't know if he means disgusting as like because I say disgusting all the time when I think things are like sick or awesome. Yeah. So I don't know if he means like disgusting as in that's just like like. Bleh. Does or he mean like, that like it's filthy, like like filthy good? Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Again, yeah, I, I it's it's tough. I I can't tell. I think I love it. I think I think it's just I think it's just so timely. You know, it's just very timely. Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, Tampa loves it. Tyler says, "Well, that's pretty funny. I kind of want that mantle card now." Right? I know. I think it's hilarious. Hilar- okay, back to basketball. Okay, at Tyler. Brenton, if Jalen Green goes to a team where he's number one option, he can be rookie of the year. He's already the NBA G League scoring 30 plus. He's right. He's right. Yeah, here we go. Tampa, it's hilarious if we like it or not. It's current pop culture. Very exactly. true. Being, yeah, yeah. Lots of whoa, 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 guys. Slow down in the comments. Like we're way behind. Let's let's it's do a popping. run through. Let's popping. catch up here, Ben. Let's catch up a for little sure. Bit. For sure. Decoy card says the better one, in my opinion, was the Randy Johnson. Pigeon Pokemon card. For those that don't know, he killed a pigeon during a game with a throw. Okay, that's cool. Jordan says, will people now be walking around the National with sports cards on their neck? I think they will be. But it'll be... They will. It'll it'll be just... It'll be for fun, right? So, okay. So, this this will be an exclusive here. So, my plan for uh, if I go to the National, to to everyone listening here, I, I had this idea... Where you know that video I put out of like how how um how all these like content creators like vlog at sports card shows. Um, so basically, it's just me uh, making a parody uh, of those types of like content creator vloggers, you know, making plays and everything like that. So my my plan was, I think the first day of the national, I was going to show up like one of them and have everyone think that I was actually like one of those. Uh, Con- uh, content creator types you know vlogging around with everything and i was going to show up with uh with uh, the worst card possible wrapped around my neck like a psa one like 1989 uh griffey uh a rookie just beat up just make it look like a hard flex but, but I, I guarantee you that people will be walking around the national with with those on now i think so too if you do that you have to get the the gaudiest Fake gold chain to put it in, though. And I need the thing is though that would be the perfect card to wear around your neck. That is just oh, that for sure, oh, for man. sure. 
Okay, what else? Let's see here. Michael says the chain idea was mine three years ago. Waiting to see. So, so you're Michael. What you're saying is that Logan Paul stole the idea from you. Then you got it. Yeah, hey, got it. Got to sue him. Got to hey, sue him. Two, there's two of us in the room that have Logan Paul on speed dial. So that's <laughs> it's an, exclusive, an exclusive club. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, like 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 Flava 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 for sure. For sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, we've go- oh boy, man. Oh man. Oh no, I just lost the comment. I lost where I was. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I saw something here. Where did it? Oh, there we go. Here we go. Chris Hoge. We got Chris Hoge in the host. Hey, Chris McGill, my guy. Let's go, That's Ben. Great answer Appreciate on that host you. of the playoffs. What was that? What, what was he talking about? The host, host of, of the that? playoffs. I don't know. I don't know. Chris, can you enlighten, enlighten us Chris. on what you meant by host of the playoffs? Chris. Please, please clarify, Chris. Please clarify. Yes, hockey yes, guy, Chris. hockey guy says Laffy Lafreniere probably has a better chance at the cup than McDavid currently does. I mean, you can't dispute that comment. It's he's got a she's got a chance for sure. Oh, he meant sure. goat. Oh, he meant goat. Okay. Tampa wants to know what I'm snacking on. Happy to show you. <laughs> it's called Smart Sweets. They are uh, they know three grams of sugar in the whole bag, and it's a uh, sour melon bites. They're actually pretty delicious. Um, and they come, there's two colors in here. They come in, uh, red and green, as you can see, little red candy and they're little gummy, chewy gummy candies. Mm. Pretty delicious. I got something sweet. I'm going to, I I feel like I'm going to go on a fast food run after this. Oh, oh, all the food talk is killing me, man. It's killing me. Serious question for you, Ben. Yeah. Do you think vintage or modern is the best type of cards to collect and invest in long-term? terms of collecting collect what you like in terms of investment you know i don't give financial advice however with that said um you know my philosophy has always been the same from from the beginning you know buy buy up the goats you know i it blows my mind how people are prospecting and spending thousands thousands of dollars on these players who haven't proven anything yet yet you compare that to the prices of guys who've already established and have like long careers um and compare those prices or you know you could just you know take the conservative pokemon route and just buy up a bunch of charizard because you know charizard can't tear his acl yeah and that's been put on shirts now but yeah charizard can't win a championship charizard <laughs> what can charizard really do though he he, he uh, i mean he can breathe fire he can set up some flamethrowers and some seismic tosses and uh now i'm just i'm just getting into my pokemon no, nerd right. he can he can do all that I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go sour. No, 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 no. Go, no. Do it. Do it. Do it. I. You know what? I won't because because I have nothing against Pokemon. I. I just. I really don't. I mean, I, I don't. I. I actually own some Pokemon cards. I thought I'm gonna look into this, but what happened then was that I then watched some of the some of the original Pokemon. I watched a movie and I watched some of the episodes. Oh man. Yeah, because I want it was research. That, that it was actual research into- i'm curious i'm curious to know what your opinions were on the pokemon anime as well as the first movie i'm very curious i stopped i mean after i watched i, I watched the movie which yeah. was, which was with uh mute mewtwo yes you mute i watched and then i watched some of the original cartoons with i think his name is ash ash Ketchum. yes yes sir and um I remember one night I'm watching late. My wife, she gets up to go to the bathroom, whatever. <laughs> she she comes back, she sees, and she thought she she didn't believe that I was watching it. She thought that I <laughs> fell asleep and left the TV on and cartoons came on. Anyway, but the point is, yeah, I watched it. Yeah. And then I never 
my interest in Pokemon cards evaporated into thin air. Okay, okay. So it's one of those things where you look back at it, and yes, Pokemon, the anime, as well as the, the movies were, were super hokey completely. But, you know, it's the nostalgia effect. We, we talked about this before. Yeah. It's that link to your childhood, and that's why people have that connection to them where, you know, it's just so powerful. But I, I get it as someone who's never been into it. Getting into it for the first time, you'd be watching it like, what the hell is this? What am I? What, yeah, what, what? never never played it never collected them as a kid yeah. i didn't have the nostalgia and mm -hmm. and that's why I, that's why i have nothing against people that do i think yeah. it's a legitimate collectible i think yep. there's there's legitimate value in those cards mm -hmm. but while he can't tear his acl he can't he can't score 50 points in a playoff games and win a championship either so the 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 fact that he can't tear an acl doesn't help his cards is kind of what i'm saying it's, it's not like a benefit to me and, and and Jeremy, you know who else can't tear their ACL? Michael. Well, Winnie Ooh. the Pooh. That's who. Winnie the Pooh. That's what's up. <laughs> no, he cannot. Okay. <laughs> oh, now we're corrected. It's it's um yes, Perry Kokaniemi that has the the record for nine yeah. playoff goals tied before the age of twenty one. My bad. My bad. Thank you for correcting me, both Chris and Bruce Wayne. Hockey guy says Harvey's is a Canadian chain. Yeah, it's a yes, fast, sir. fast food burger joint. Long live the grill. White Castle oh, time in Chicago. Man. Logan, Logan, we are going. We are going because, <laughs> because um, if White Castle is good enough for what was Her the name? Oh, Harold and Kumar? Harold and Kumar. Yes. It's good enough yes. for me. It's no, White Castle sliders are actually oh, impeccable. Impeccable. Absolutely. That's all right, I'm going to go to National now. Got of that. Angie Volkakis in the house. Says, How about those Habs Montreal is a great city to visit, Jeremy? Cole Caulfield next to you. Yeah, Cole Caulfield. Anybody wants to know who the big hockey rookie is going to be when Upper Deck Series 1 comes out next November? It's mm -hmm. going to be Cole Caulfield. That card is going to go absolutely crazy right out of the gate. Is he that hyped? He's that hyped. Really? Because everyone hyped. was saying that about Lafernier. And no, it, no, no, it seemed no, but but Cole Caulfield is playing and and producing. Oh, he's a star okay. of the playoffs right now. He's one of the he's one of the key uh, key pieces of this of this very successful Montreal Canadiens team in the playoffs. And it doesn't matter who the player is; any Montreal Canadiens rookie gets hype. But you make him an amazing player who has a great personality that everybody loves. Oh my God! It's 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 gonna be crazy. What is his so gonna They'll 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 encroach on Connor McDavid prices. I bet. So so he's playing right now, but he doesn't have a rookie card. Yeah, because he missed the cutoff. He's a he's a, he's a rookie. Oh oh okay that that'll be interesting then. Wow, All he's right. a rookie in the playoffs, so he didn't. You needed to play by like February twelfth of twenty twenty one to get a card in this current season of cards. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Chris says, "Who's gonna wear a box? A box? A box of ninety ninety one pro? That would be that would be hilarious." That's too funny. Too funny. Oh, man. Hockey guy says Charizard can save the day in Pokemon movie number 83. But Pokemon collectors, I don't know how many of them watch the movie. So, like, no one's going to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> A lot. Of, they, they're, they're, they're diehards. Yeah. Tyler says, when I was little, my parents took us to see the first Pokemon movie in theaters. Had to wake my dad up when it was over. Oh, and that was man. Your dad probably loved going to those because he got to have a nice hour of sleep while the kids were uh, preoccupied. Man, first Pokemon movie is timeless. I don't care what anyone says. That's a classic. <laughs> That's a classic. Tampa stopped. 
I'm with you. I don't understand the love of both. No, you, we, no, but no, seriously though, Tampa and myself, we can't understand it because we don't have that, that, that genuine nostalgic connection to it. I've got friends, my buddy, Ralph, Ralph loves Pokemon because he grew up with it. He still collects the sets. That's completely, there's nothing, it's all good. There's nothing, it's all good. How can I, how can any of us question that? I was questioning myself when I started looking at these, but really it was just an opportunity and, uh, you know, something to check out. And I did think the art was cool. The art was cool. The characters are kind of fun, but mm. it's, uh, yeah, just didn't work. Didn't, didn't laugh. Didn't stick. Didn't stick. Just didn't That's stick. Fair. That's fair. Didn't stick. D here we go. Great question. Does Ben have a Winnie the Pooh <sighs> rookie card? Let me, uh, let me get it out right here. Oh, so I guess he does. I guess he uh, does. Let me, uh, let me get it out. You know, again, I'm disappointed with the grade, but again, grades don't matter when it comes to the PC. Yes, I have a Winnie the Pooh rookie card. It's right here. And Look it's, uh, uh, I just, I so badly. Look, okay, so here's the thing. If I go to the National and I find the one PSA 10 in existence there, I like that will, to me, that would be like, I, I I could die a happy man. That would just be that would just be incredible. But uh, for now, you know, I got the eight, and uh, eights are great. What's wrong with the eight, man? It's eight, a, it's eights a, are great. I would love to have that card in my collection. Like it's an, it looks awesome. Uh, it's yeah. it's uh, Winnie the Pooh is it? a cultural icon, right? He's not going anywhere. He can't tear his ACL. He can't tear his ACL exactly. He might he might get caught in some honey pots from here and there, but you know he can't tear his ACL. Exactly, Tampa. You might want to find that Charizard. Jordan says deep dash, deep dish or thin crust. I'm all about the thin crust, all about it. Now, when I go to Chicago, which, you know, I've been several times for the national, I do, you know, it's not like I'm like, hey, guys, let's go get deep dish pizza. Mm -hmm. But it's like other people are like, hey, we're going for deep dish. So, okay, I, I go along and I have it and I can eat it. I enjoy yeah. it. But if it's up to me, I love, I love thin crust pizza. I just do. It's my favorite. Here we go. Decoy cards says that modern will become vintage eventually if early 90s cards can thrive the same will happen with early 2000s etc 100% agree 100 I I said it the other day that there's a lot there's a big craze going on it's been going on for a while if Chris is listening Chris loves it he knows I love it Ni the second half of the 1990s that little that little five year period produced some of the best cards ever to come out in the hobby Ever. Yes, sir. And it's like it's like a little era of its own that needs to be carved out. And I I love cards from those five years. So many people do. So there must be something, there must be something to it if a lot of people love them. Uh and we're I think we're always gonna look back at that as being it's between junk wax and modern, whatever it is. And even the 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 definition of the years of modern will change as modern modern is a moving target, right? Yep. Those, those five years will be known as whatever. Let's call it the uh, the art era, whatever it's going to be known as the 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 arena designs era, maybe something like that. The insert era, whatever it is. The insert era. That's nice too. Yeah. 97, 98 greatest year of basketball cards ever made. Just yeah. For sure. But, but there's also, so to decoys comment about the early two thousands, in hockey, we were mm -hmm. so fortunate that Upper Deck from 2012 with Fleer Retro. I think I said this on your show. Yeah, yeah, with the, with the Fleer Retro, uh, uh, the PMGs and the, the Jambalayas and everything. Right, yep. which I did refer to it as Fleer Showcase in that episode. I just yeah. spoke, but yeah, from 2012 Fleer Retro to 2016 
FLIR showcase, mm-hmm. we had that five years again where we had all those awesome FLIR designs, but in hockey and licensed. And, 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 and licensed, biggest key, licensed, absolutely. That's a five-year era in hockey cards that I think will be remembered for a long time and more and more people will clue into that as time goes by. I know I certainly am. Mm-hmm. decoy says otherwise look for the players that stand out in their position or have won multiple trophies yeah mm-hmm. good advice cole caulfield has nine points in 15 playoff games and a couple of game winners i believe which is wow. pretty darn important That's for crazy. sure tampa says funny enough i also just found a binder page with all the hollows that's uh pokemon lingo right there they're in yes Russia. it is I know I never purchased them. I somehow traded for them with a friend. That's all I remember. Hey, it's so funny. Don't even know where oh. I got them, but I got them. Oh, man. Matt Jones, good evening. Hey, glad you made it here, too. The earlier show was great with Mike Moynihan, baseball What's collector. Up, Feel free to check it out later. Foul Ball says, I don't have White Castle locally, but I do have In-N-Out. I, I love In-N-Out. Now, I love In-N-Out burgers. I do not like their fries. Their fries are bunk, but their burgers are excellent. Chris, this is a great question, and the problem <laughs> is... He can't get on. I invited I get him. Like, on. He can't get on. I invited him months ago, and it's you know sometimes the invitations they just don't work. That's I'm on a waiting hard. list. Yeah, he can't it's get just, on. It's it's freaking yeah. brutal. Yeah, it's tough. It's freaking brutal. Yes, he showed his graded card. Yeah, Chris, I would be great to have him. We'll probably do a clubhouse uh, show after this. I know Eric and I chatted earlier. He wants to go on clubhouse tonight as well. Hockey guy, I get Pokemon. I was a fan as a kid. Had the cards, posters. Not a fan anymore. That's that's it. Hey, not a lot of people you go out of it. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I've never. It's the first time I've heard someone say they they're just not a fan anymore. But it is. Hey, cool. Wow. Yeah. You are more than entitled to not be a fan of it anymore. He agrees. The cards look cool. But yeah, they do look mm-hmm. cool. Those hollows, the hollows look cool. And some of the newer cards are pretty cool too. Michael Ham says Dragon Ball way better than Pokemon. Oh, oh, he knows. What's he knows rare Dragon with Pokemon Ball. cards is they were all played with. But the more important question, Ben, show us. <laughs> He want the question is can Ben please show us his Winnie the Pooh tattoo? I have zero tattoos because both my mother and grandmother would kill me. Um, and if you know anything about Filipino mothers and grandmothers, yeah, that's not a that's not a, that's not a bridge I want to cross. Do not cross them. Nope. Jordan Riker claims that the Winnie the Pooh PSA ten is more important or yes. more expensive or yes. just greater than. Yes, you tops PSA 10 Mickey Mouse. Yes, I don't think, I don't think anybody's going to argue with that. Jordan. That's that's uh, unquestionable. The Winnie the Pooh PSA 10 is better than the Mantle 52 tops, the T206 Onus Wagner. Na- name any card, it'll go. It like it'll go. No, no, spewing facts, spewing facts for sure. Tampa says, I never really expected to actually pull a Winnie the Pooh card out. <laughs> no one does. No one does. That's it as a joke and got bamboozled. What's that, that from? <laughs> but yeah, what's it? What set is that from again? The, the so it's card. 1989 Brook Bonds Foods, uh, Magical World of Disney. Uh, they did it's a tea card set, uh, featuring a bunch of uh, iconic Disney characters. I actually have the full set in a binder, uh, somewhere. Uh, that's cool. So, yeah, somewhere it's like Mickey Mouse, uh, Alice from Alice in Wonderland. Uh, yeah, just uh, Goofy Pluto, just naming off of random ones, but it's super nice, super, super affordable too. You get the full set for like a dollar or two dollars, oh. so. Very cheap, very cheap. Yeah. Angie wants me to convert to a Habs fan. I know you're a Flames fan, and I will be send and I will send you a Habs jersey. So, Angie, you know my wife is a Habs fan. She's from Montreal. Her 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 father uh, is a 40 year season ticket holder. So nice. um, I'm not. I'm a Flames fan, and and um, I guess I could say I'll convert, 
to get the jersey, but then can I convert <laughs> back after after I after you send it to me? I know that wouldn't that wouldn't be proper. I wouldn't deceive you like that, Angie. But uh, but I'm I'm you know what the the Habs are my third favorite team, and that's you know, and I don't have a fourth, so they're my third favorite team, and that's in support of my wife and her family and all on her nephews and all that. Logan Ward, I'm almost ran over. A, I almost ran over a couple of people playing Pokemon Go with my bicycle. <laughs> they literally walked right in front of me. Too funny. Too funny. Chris knows 97, 98. He knows. He knows. Yeah, but he he's actually like Chris. That I don't. There's not enough passion there, man. Like, is it a great year or is it the greatest year? And that's a legitimate question. I want Chris to answer. If you can hear me, Chris, is it a great year indeed, or is it the greatest year? And if it's not the greatest year, what is in every year basketball cards and you can't say 2003 hockey guy says if you go to in and out get the fries well done that's probably this that'll probably fix them good call good call yes we have five guys yes burgers. we do and it's immaculate oh i see i'm a i'm a fat burger guy i love fat burger i've never had fat burger i don't think i've heard of it yeah the king burger supreme baby king burger oh shoot supreme. okay Jordan says, if you could open up a box of cards regardless of value, what would you open? That's such a such a hard question because, like, uh, I I would love to pull a Gretzky rookie. So I'm going to go with 79 OPG hockey just to, just to pull a Gretzky rookie. I probably did it as a kid. I'd love to do it again, though. I'd probably be 98 SP Authentic Basketball just so I could try to pull uh... – my grail card, which is the the Vince Carter, uh, but in a special serial number, it has to be serial numbered out of thirty five hundred. Uh, my grail card is the one that's serial numbered ten fifteen because that is my birthday, and uh, that's actually my connection to Vince Carter. Um, you know, he wears the number fifteen. I was born on the fifteenth, and then as a kid, I just thought that was super super cool. That uh, and that's why he he became my favorite athlete of all time. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. 97, 98 is a massive year for hockey cards too. Jordan says favorite recent additions to your PC. I got, I got nothing right now. How about you, Ben? It's right here, man. It's right here. <laughs> when is I, I mean, I should show off the Tigger too if they want. But... Yeah, let's see the Tigger. Let's oh, see the Tigger. Man. Oh gosh. And then we got it. We have a response from Chris. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we got right here. We got Winnie the Pooh and Tigger oh. too. What's the oh, Tigger yeah. graded? A five? It's a five. Oh, I was so mad about. I was so, so mad cool. about that. It's so yeah. cool looking. The color on yeah. those cards is beautiful. What it year just, is that? Uh, 1989. The thing that just annoys me, though, is that, yeah, it, it's the lowest grade in both their pops. I'm like, come on, PSA. You couldn't have thrown me a bone and just, you had to give me the lowest grade. I didn't see anything wrong, but, you know, it is what it is. They didn't give you the lowest grade. They gave the card the they lowest gave the, Yeah, yeah, I know. I shouldn't take but it. But I got to say really. Yeah. I, I question whether or not that's like a rookie card. If it's 1989, I have to think Winnie the Pooh has earlier cards. of. Trust something. me. Trust me. I did my due diligence and research no? before I there. No, this is his earliest uh, card, so to speak. Wow. I did my I'm, due I'm, diligence. Yeah, I'm it, it, it blows my mind because like Winnie the Pooh goes way back. But there's yeah. a lot of different Disney sets. I think there's like a 1955 set of uh, Disney cards, like T cards as well. And then obviously, uh, if you guys know any non-sport Disney, you know, the I guess the the Holy Grail Disney card, so to speak, is the 1931 uh, Walt Disney uh, Mickey Mouse uh, T card, which is considered the Disney slash Mickey Mouse rookie card. So yeah, two of those sold earlier tonight that I didn't buy because I was doing shows. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I was watching them as well. Just wanted to see yeah. where they finished because I might yeah. I'm thinking of getting one too, but we'll see. Yeah, I know. Was, uh, the, the seven was off centered. The five there was an SGC, I think SG, I forget the forget the grade, but it was a nicer, I think maybe a five. It looked nicer than the PSA seven. Uh yeah. just from the centering perspective. Okay, here we go. Chris says that 97-98 is the greatest year, but mm-hmm. six, seven, and eight, nine aren't super far behind. I'd rank them 97 first, 98 second, 96 third. Yeah, that that's uh it, but but the beginning there, seven, eight is the greatest year. That's kind of what right. I that's that's the not the answer I was looking for, but I was looking for I wanted the question answered and, and thank you for answering that, Chris. He gives and a very do. more oh sorry, go on. No, no, you let's you go. Oh no, I was just gonna say Chris uh, Chris gives a very in-depth answer about this uh about this question on my pod, which he appeared on uh, a couple a couple days ago. That episode, uh, I will say right now, is one for all eternity solely uh, excuse me uh solely uh eternity uh that's all i'm gonna that's all i'm gonna say about to that. another one that you just might have done or uh no uh we'll, we'll see we'll see when it comes out in a couple weeks <laughs> but, uh, yeah. angie after hockey what other sports do you collect angie i collect all the sports pretty well all the sports i don't have any golf cards i have one soccer card but i collect hockey baseball basketball those three the most Hockey in, in the order goes hockey, basketball, baseball, then football, and I collect non-sport as well, but like vintage non-sport, not not current stuff. And I, I love it all. Like I, I do Hall of Famers from all all four major sports. And when everyone, when if anyone wants, if you hear, here you go. You want to get under my skin, anybody? Call them the, the call it the three major sports. That gets under my skin because I know oh. you're not. I, 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 when I hear that, I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> Okay, hockey gets no no respect, which I get. In some markets, it, it doesn't, and it shouldn't because yeah. people don't care about it there. So it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, hockey guy says ninety six to two thousand is a magical era for hockey cards too, design wise. Completely agree. I found some earlier poo cards from some games. Okay, Logan Ward says the Mickey Mouse rookie card is off the hook. No facts, doubt. Facts. Facts. What did they sell for? I think he's asking about the 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 the, the Walt Disney ones. Yeah, yeah. I still have them on my my ended list on my watch list because yeah, that so was just earlier today. So let's see. There was I'm scrolling down to it. It's so many cards on my watch list tonight, and I didn't bid or win any of them. Oh wow! The PSA seven ended at thirteen sixty nine US, and the SGC five did three seventy five. I would have bought like the SGC five. Looks really nice. That's a yeah. That's a steal. I'd say. Yeah, compared to compared to the seven, I'll show you guys the seven now. For you know, four times the price. I mean, it's a great looking card, but the centering on the centering it, like, is, it's, I, it doesn't have the eye appeal. No, I would have Just, bought the SGC five if I if I was um wasn't if I wasn't preoccupied doing sports cards <laughs> live. I fully would have bought that tonight. I yeah. probably would have bid like eight hundred bucks or something, and I don't know if that would have won it. But considering it's it won it it sold for three seventy five, you got to think I might have been in the cont- in contention there. And it just looks great in that SGC slab as well. You know, yeah. a it, lot yeah. of a lot of the vintage cars look a lot better in SGC slabs for whatever reason. Here you go, uh, here you go, Ben Tyler found a Winnie the Pooh from nineteen sixty seven Swedish gum. I think I know which one that is. Um... Let me let me just double check. Say a quick good night to Michael Ham if he's still with us. This is only three minutes old. Michael, uh, good night to you. Thank you for joining. 
Oh yeah, I've seen those ones. I, I don't I don't know if I I don't know if I count that one. Just what does it look like? Are you, what is it? Uh, it's uh, I'll find it because I have some Swedish gum cards and I think they're awesome. So I'm wondering why you, what you don't like about it. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, I think they count, man. I think they count. Do they? Yeah, I think but, so. But which one would you say is like well, uh, just like rookie, just, so to speak. well, just like the 1940 Superman card, the card number one. So if Winnie the Pooh is on card number one, to me that would be the rookie card. Yeah, to but me. I don't think they're but they're unnumbered. That's the problem. Oh, are they unnumbered? Yeah, that's why. Because because I had that same thought when I was looking through these. Because I remember seeing these and I was like, okay, which one is it? But it's like a set or whatever, right? So technically, there's not. I don't, have I don't to, know. We'd have to look at the complete set, just like the Star Wars cards from like '77 and all that, where there's like the first card. Now they're numbered, but you've got kind of like cards that represent certain scenes, but then you've got cards that represent just the character themselves. So. Yeah, we'd have to analyze all the cards in the set to to decide if a rookie card exists. Not but sure. I do still find it hard to believe that his rookie that his rookie card, Winnie the Pooh's first professional <laughs> season, wasn't until <laughs> 1989. First card didn't come till 89. I mean, I mean, it's it's a debate that you can have with a lot of things. Like for example, I was talking about this on my live earlier. Uh, Manny Pacquiao, his first, uh, his technically rookie card is his. 2011 tops Allen Ginter because it was issued in like a set, but a lot of people refer to his 1999 world boxing card as his rookie card, though that's technically not a card because it was hand cut from like a panel in a magazine. So it's like, what's the, what's your criteria there? Right? Yeah. Yeah. True. True. Okay. Well, the, we, well, let's, let's put Winnie the Pooh on the back burner for now. And <laughs> yeah, for um, sure. for sure. we'll have to come well, before we do, Jordan says, uh, did Winnie win Rookie of the Year? I mean, Absolutely. that's a great question. It's a great question. We'll have to ask. Let's, let's, ask, let's ask Mickey Mouse. The Mickey Mouse rookie card is off the hook, as we, we already know. That's true. Yeah. Uh, okay. I wanted to come to the, uh, Jordan Riker. I, have, I don't even know what it looks like. Select Cosmic Football. Tampa says, I'd take the five. Yeah, yep. same here. Same yep. here. Buy the card, not the holder. What was the last box break you opened? What was the outcome? I can't remember back that far. We're looking three, four years ago for me. <laughs> I don't do any, but I don't, I don't enter box breaks. I, I did some when box breaking first became a thing. Yeah. Uh, but I just, I just don't enter box breaks. I, I, I buy singles. I like call it, I call it sharpshooting. Exactly. Buy the card you want. I, you know, you buy boxes and I mean, Hey, thankfully people open product because otherwise they wouldn't release them into the wild for guys like me to go buy. Facts. But when you buy a box of cards, the biggest the biggest annoyance for me is I don't want any of those cards after. So I have mm -hmm. to dispose of them somehow. And that's just a pain in the butt for me anyway. I'm sad that Dirk and Vince oh, out on Metal Gems man. by one year. Yeah, could you imagine that? It, a Vince Carter green rookie PMG or red PMG. Oh, my goodness. I Tampa says, uh, where to go? Just like the 97 Tiger, it's still a rookie card. Okay, that's, yeah. Because that's a debate, too. It's like that sports, I'm assuming, is he talking about the Sports Illustrated one, that right? Or the, that or the Masters card. Or the Masters, yeah. Big oversized black card. Oh, oh, oh the Tampa says the SI card. SI, yep, yep, yep. I, I consider, I mean, it's so funny. I'm not going to say what I consider a rookie card, but if I'm buying a Tiger Woods card, 
and I want what I consider to be his um, his rookie card, even though I wouldn't put that on anybody else. For me, the SI for kids is the one I'd want over the upper deck from what year was that? 2001? Yeah. 2001, yeah. I would take the SI for kids, and it's rarer, you know? So to That's me, that, the biggest thing, yeah. yeah and, that, and, oh, sorry, go on. No, no, I would say that adds the desirability, but you go, please. Oh, no, no, I was just going to say how it, it's, it's what's... It, closer to their actual like rookie playing year so yeah yeah i know by that logic technically the 1967 winnie the pooh that's technically his rookie because that's closer to his release but again it's it's it's, it's it could be an endless uh debate conversation it could. it could yeah jordan says how excited are you both for the olympics how about you ben i haven't really been following it too closely to be honest so it's just uh you know mm. yeah I'm, i have i have uh very little excitement for the olympics yeah. uh it's never really been something like i when the professionals are playing in the Winter Olympics and the hockey, I get very excited for that because I yeah. love the international hockey competition. Yeah. But as far as Summer Olympics go, um, you know, it's nice to see, like, I don't know, it, sometimes it's cool. And then, you know, years later, like now the Usain Bolt SI for kids card is a big deal. The Michael yeah. Phelps, I have a Michael yeah. Phelps card. I, those are cool. But I olympics to me um yeah just not that interested to be quite yeah. honest it's, yeah what does decoy say here thinking about the amount of si for kids cards that got beat up in doctors and dentist offices is just hilarious yeah that's was, what makes it rare yeah it's exactly. the same reason for all, all of those vintage cards because they weren't people didn't uh back then uh they didn't start collecting those and hoarding them like oh this is going to be worth this so, you know there's a magazine they just read it so the ones that are out there while scarce are going to be the ones that are you know the most valuable yeah yeah ian undercover says loves gymnastics yeah see there are there are some some olympic sports that are great to watch where you do, where it's like the competition to obviously you want your country to win i want mm -hmm. my country to win medals in the olympics canada has never been a strong competitor in olympics <laughs> compared to the US and, and other countries, Russia and all that. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like not that it's still exciting. But what I'm trying to get at is some sports are beautiful to watch, you know, like they are. And gymnastics is, is one of them just to see what these, what these athletes can do. And to me, I, I want to watch what they can do more than I care about who wins the medals. I think mm -hmm. uh, that kind of explains somewhat of my position, my position on it. Jordan, I think I think Jordan wants us to wrap up. He's like, what <laughs> topics did you have on the agenda for tonight's show that we haven't gotten to yet? <laughs> That's actually a great question, though. Yeah. So we had them. We had the Mike the the earlier episode with Mike Moynihan, baseball yep. collector. We yep. had the National, which we've talked about. We had yep. Hobby Blues, we talked about. Yep. We had Golden Auctions, which we didn't yet talk about. We had your PSA reveal. We had friends with Ben podcast, which we've kind of touched on. Yeah, but let your PSA reveal you had. Let's do that, and then we'll, and then I think we're good. We're, we're gonna we're gonna. Uh, I think he just wants off. Yeah, he just wants off Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh boy, we'll go for a few more minutes here, though. We're yeah, it's all hour, good. We're at an hour twenty-seven. You you did show a recent uh, PSA uh, reveal cards yes, you received. Sir. Yes, sir. And uh, you had multiple. Will Smith rookie cards. Yeah, I have them all in a stack right here. Just uh, 91 uh, NBA hoops uh, Will Smith. Uh, again, 
PSA wasn't the most kind, but they were a bit more kind with me on this ones because I got a couple eights and a couple nines. So yeah, all the Will Smiths. I got the Will Smith, the Will so, Smith stack right here. Will you sell me one of the uh, one of the nines? I mean, I'll have my people call your people. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Bring bring one to the national if you think uh, we can make a deal. I, I I'm a huge Will Smith fan, so I'd love to I have love him. him. He's yeah, Will Smith sure. is like one of my idols, and I and I mean that in in the sense of like, if you were to give uh, to throw back to our podcast, if you were to give me a Mount Rushmore of people who would make me absolutely starstruck, because uh, I don't I don't really get starstruck like meeting celebrities and stuff like that. But if there were four. That if I met them in person, I'd be like speechless and I'd be like, oh, uh, oh gosh. It'd be um, Will Smith, uh, Vince Carter, Kanye West, and Donald Glover. Those are my, those are my four. That's, that I would, cool. That's a good list. That's, yeah. I, I would, I would put Will. I don't know. Yeah. I think I'd put Will Smith on my list. Not that I'd be like starstruck, but I just want to talk to the guy because he's freaking hilarious. You know, I just, I'm a, I, I like Will Smith. Yeah. I don't know. He, he resonates with me. Yeah. Yeah. Me yeah. too. Me too. Fresh Prince is my all time favorite show and is, uh, has shaped a lot of who I am today. So it's kind of obvious, man. Oh, I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> too, funny, too funny. Tampa. Yeah. Good comment here. Like, yeah, you, I, I get, I get it. I get it. I'm with you on that. Angie says, uh, Jeremy, is there any modern baseball cards you're looking at? Well, first of all, Angie, what is modern? Are we talking like 2018 forward? Cause or are we talking 1990 forward? Because there are some, there's several cards from the 90s I'm looking at, late 90s. As for recent years, there's base, there's pretty much nothing I'm looking for uh, at all. Anytime I hear modern, I usually think like rough ball, just random uh, 2012 plus, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what you know, Angie. If you if you want to let us know exactly what you mean, um, love to know. But I think I kind of answered the question though. Still, mm -hmm. uh, Jordan. Yeah, not trying to wrap it up. Just curious. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hockey says, "Are the Sam Larsaker cards oversized? No, they're they're tobacco card size. They're undersized. Actually, mm -hmm. they're super super cool cards." Uh, I like you in undercover. I take you more of a Carlton guy. I mean, the thing is, is like I he's not wrong, you know. I like to think that I have the best of both worlds with uh with both of them. Uh, because I mean Fresh Prince Will Smith is just too cool, right? So yeah, he's I know like, hot cool take to hot take fresh prince uh Will Smith is cooler than Fonzie. Yeah, I said it. Do I have to take you off the screen again? Yeah, yeah. Fresh Prince Will Smith is cooler than Fonzie. I don't care what y'all say. I'm I'm a big Fonzie fan, big Fonzie fan. The way he would knock <laughs> that dude box and turn on the music just because he had the touch. He just had the touch. Uh, what's this? I was just looking at one of the particular musician, but the seller only has beater copies left. Pinhole one, yeah, fair, fair, fair. Oh, example, 2021 Guerrero Jr. or Bichette. Mm. Yeah, no, thanks for clarifying, Angie. I'm not looking for those guys. I'm just, I just, I'm not. Um, not to say that I won't one day. But as of right now, I'm not. And you know what? It's like, how do you buy uh, Vladdy Jr. right now when he's like lighting it up, right? Yeah. Like it's just not, it's just, it's now that might, the, his cards now might be cheaper than they'll ever be again. But yeah. Uh, but thanks for clarifying. But no, I'm just not right now. Not on my, not on my radar at this time. But the national comes along. I see them. I look at them. I like them. You know, 
if I'm a baseball fan, I'm a Blue Jays fan, maybe I pick up, maybe I pick them up. And if I and if I was buying a current young baseball card, it might be those two guys because they play for the Blue Jays. I mean, there's there's the Juan Soto, the Fernando Tatis. There's the one other uh, one other one other guy I know who's big in baseball, Ronald Acuna. Yeah, Acuna. Thank you, Brian yeah. Gray's favorite. I mean, those are guys that I hear other people talking about. If I would ever buy them, it would it would really just be hoping that their cards increased in value. It wouldn't be because I like watching them play. Have a vested interest, yeah. Yeah, I've never seen any of them. No vested interest. The Blue Jays would be a bit different. Yeah. Put the kid in his time out, right? I was I was wait, I was waiting for that. You know, I, I had to I had to wait for the. I've done it twice. I'm not. I'm not going to take you off again, Ben. I respect you too much. No, no, it's it's all good. I'll just I'll just hit back with an okay boomer. That's all right. Here's Jordan. Here's Jordan's best question of the night, and because Jordan has been very active as usual. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jordan. It's a great question. If you had your own grading company, what one unique feature would your company be known for? I, I have my answer already. Oh, okay. You say yours first because I gotta let this marinate a bit. You would know why you got the grade you did. Oh, okay. So transparency. Yeah, that that that's literally what I was thinking too. That's what it would be. You would you would get the grade, and then there would be like some sort of a report, however, whether it was digital or mm-hmm. or a sticky note, just attached on a piece of scrap paper, whatever it was. You would get some. It would have to be something official that would that would kind of give you an idea of, especially on a card that grades lower than you expect. You know, we all, we know how many people feel their card that got ripped off on the grade. So that would be it. How about you, Ben? Anything different? Transparency to me is the biggest, is the biggest key. Cause so many times, you know, that, that's the biggest problem. People ask, like, why did this grade uh, so-and-so? And it's just like, you know, by giving that sense of transparency and that education to, um, to to whoever you're grading the card for it gives them a better understanding of why and what to look out for so when they're submitting future cards they'll know they'll know okay i can't submit this one because of this this and this yeah that's a great point right there it's not just about that card itself it's also to help people understand and and identify candidates for grading in the future yeah exactly Exactly. That's that's what my company would be known for but i would never start a grading card company until I was very, very, very confident in my ability to authenticate and identify any card that anyone would ever send to me, or mm-hmm. I would define the cards that I'm able to grade and certain ones, like it would only be a, like um, major releases by major trading card companies uh, because I need to have exemplars all pretty much on hand to compare to, to look for fakes. And to be able to identify, identifying is tough. These new card, these new, a lot of these new grading companies have trouble identifying the card. It's easy to identify an 86 Jordan rookie. It's easy to identify a 97 PMG green, any player, because they're so unique. But it's hard to identify some cards that just have one little different parallels and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, kind of going a bit deeper there. Angie says, question, would you know who has a better collection, Nat Turner or the owner of the D-backs? Gosh, I don't know for sure, but um, I, I don't know for sure. I know the answer to that. Do you, actually? Yes. It's whoever has the PSA 10 Winnie the Pooh between the two. Yep. <laughs> that's that, that, that that's the easy answer for that's, that question. That's the question. Uh, I, I honestly think it's probably the uh, – 
Kendrick, the owner of the of the of the Diamondbacks. Yeah. I think it's him. I think he's just been at it longer, um, in at that at that at the upper upper echelon. And it might not Turner might not even be number two. I mean, sure, he's got amazing car, but you know what? It might be not. I mean, he's got unopened wax, he's got 52 tops mantle, he's got lots. But does Kendrick have a PSA 10 Mickey Mantle? And does he have the PSA 8 Honus Wagner? I mean, that might those two might put him out on top. I think, yeah, whoever owns that card would be enough to project them into the, the that upper echelon of uh who has the best collection, I think, for sure. Tampa says people ask for transparency, but many of those same people hate subgrades. Well, I think that's there's a distinction there. I, I believe Tampa that subgrades aren't transparency. You're 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 still getting four grades, but you don't you're you're just you're getting four grades that don't have transparency, right? Versus one grade. Now I am, there's more there's more information there, but you still don't know why your surface. You might not know why your surface got an eight point five instead of a nine point five. Right, you still don't know why you're getting those subgrades. You have four, four assessments that don't have transparency versus one. And I get, I know what I'm saying. Kind of might not totally makes, might not be understood by everybody. I, I'm understanding it, and I can see why why people might say, "Well, that doesn't make sense." They're telling you why. No, they're not. They're just telling you what the grades are. Just like PSA is only is telling you what the grade of the overall, overall card is. They're not telling you why. So. It's not. It's it's a degree of, of it's a degree of additional information, but I don't consider that to be transparency. Uh, I mean, I, I'd, I'd be open to further discussion on this and rounding out my thoughts on it, and perhaps um, softening my position. At the, yeah, at the end of the day, it all comes down to subjectivity, right? You know, it's only you're the person who's grading your card. It's just only it's a, it's a it's a set of eyes, right? And a lot of it has to do with the fact that you might just catch a grader on a bad day, so they or they might just see something that you weren't able to. So, it's it's a it's a complex it's a complex subject. It is. What I liked hearing from Nat Turner recently is that there are uh, features of their slab that that nobody can see except for them, or nobody knows is there except yeah. for them, and uh, and that really helps in the fake slab issue, which is really cool. I know, kind of off topic. We're going to go through a few more questions. We're going to wrap this up in a, in a few minutes here, everybody. Yeah, no worries. Uh, Jordan says, if you could turn the clock back to when you first entered the hobby, what would you do differently? <laughs> so I'll go first on this, Ben. For me, there's not much I would do differently from when I first came in the hobby, Jordan, because when I first came in the hobby, I was that that weird kid that took care of my cards. I, I never threw cards. I never threw I, I never played all the games that people played with cards. I never put them in. I might have put a couple in the spokes of my of my bicycle, but I kept my cards in good condition when I was a youngster in the '80s. I always treasured my sports cards. So there's not much I would do differently from then. What I would do differently is when I was going through university and really getting into my career, I wouldn't have slowed down because that was that second half of the '90s. I guess, I guess for me, um, it depends on when you consider my first enter the hobby. Cause like you could say it would be like last year, but at the same time you could say when I was like way as a kid collecting. But the thing is, is that as a kid, I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just putting cards in binders and just having, you know, having fun with it. I didn't really know what all the hot, what all the, uh, cool inserts and rookie cards were. Um, but I guess that would tie into both, uh, and, 
answers regardless of just education you know learning as much about the hobby as possibly could um just because we've had this discussion before is that if you're entering the hobby with wrong intentions you know it's going to eat you alive um you have to treat it with a certain respect and reverence so that uh it'll make the most of your overall experience in it yeah yeah agree agree uh, Oh, I think I think we uh, Tampa heard what I was saying about the the transparency thing. Okay, I'm good. Okay, cool. Yeah, Jordan, have you considered hosting a card show in Calgary and Toronto? So I I've, I have I have promoted card shows in Calgary before. I I did about three of them uh, several years ago. I had a partner, and um, he basically just took it over, and I I I, I was done with it. So what would I do differently? Not much. I, I like what's going on with card shows these days. I think they're doing a great job. Uh, I mean, these days. I haven't been to one since uh, Vancouver in 20, November 19, but um, I like what Steve Menzies done with the Expo. I know the National is always awesome. So I think the guys that are doing them are doing a great job right now. And I know the Dallas show is rocking and the Wisconsin Dells show was rocking. I mean, I think they're all doing really well. Yeah, Terry, I think we all would have. Yeah, I would have done that too. I would have done that. <laughs> sure. yeah. Angie, any cards you regret not buying? I mean, yes, every single card every a year single, ago. Every yeah. single card a year. Okay, let's oh, wrap man. it up, Ben. What mm-hmm. do you say? You good? Any anything else you want to talk about? Though, I mean, I, we can do a couple more minutes. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I, I can, I can, you know, me, I can talk freaking forever. So, um, no, I just thank you for having me on. Uh, appreciate you for the invite. You know, when you when you reached out to me a month ago, being like, "Hey, I want to have you on uh, after," I was like, I was like, me? I was like, why? I was like, what? What did? What did? What did? What did I do to to to, to warrant uh, a guest appearance? So it's really Winnie the Pooh I wanted, but to get to Winnie, I had to go through you. I mean, you know that that's how that's how most people that's how most people do it, but you know it, it never it never works because because uh, Winnie always uh Winnie always stays with me. It's actually it's it's just it's it's really what people want out of you is Winnie the Pooh. Here we go, Jordan. This is an important question: yeah. How much carpet is there at the national? Only in the corporate section, uh, Jordan. Only in the corporate section. And I usually will actually walk down that. I'll go a couple rows further to go down that aisle just to get the carpet under my feet sometimes. So um, not much. Shoes are probably the most important thing you can bring to the uh, to, to the national. <laughs> Shoes and money. Jordan says, first podcast ever to showcase F1 <laughs> and Winnie the Pooh. June 26, 2021, After Hours featuring Ben Carlos. I've been yeah. saying, I've been saying beforehand, hyping this up. This is going to be the greatest episode of After Hours ever. And I think, I, you know, we accomplished that for, for sure. But uh, We did, man. It only took this. I think this is episode 41 of After Hours, which blows my mind. I remember when I was in like episode 15 of Sports Cards Live thinking to myself, wow, like, I'll get to 30 one day. <laughs> and then can you imagine getting to a hundred? Yeah. And then, you know, then it got there. It's like, the, just time flies really time. This whole last year has gone by really quick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just thinking of all the, all the people watching this on replay. Really, oh, wow. This guy the, who they're going to be like, Oh, this guy's the Winnie the Pooh guy. I'm like, like yeah, that's what's up. Just call me Christopher Robin. We out, we out here. We out here. You guys, if you are not yet subscribed to Ben Carlos on YouTube, go give him a sub. He's, uh, like I said, he's on here because I found his channel and uh, became a fan. He did it, and then he paid me a, a really wonderful uh, compliment. Um, 
included me in his top 10 uh, YouTube content creator video you did. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which you know, obviously scored some points with me. I'm not, right. But I was already a fan. I was already a fan, and I was just honored uh, that, that that you did that, Ben. That was really nice. And um, so check check out uh, check out his channel, guys. He uh, his production quality is 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 like top top notch. Very tight edits, and uh, and he's just got a great personality. Just a great guy to, to hang out with uh, if you're looking for some hobby content. Let's just go through these, Jordan. Those For people sure. who joined expecting to hear baseball card talk might be confused. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Mr. Mint Al Rosen, have you seen him at the National? Gosh, I don't know if I've – I feel like I – yes, I have seen him at the National. I have seen him at the National. He'd be, an, he'd be uh, in the contention as a hobby goat. I, I I don't know For who sure. Alverson is. Don't kill oh, me. But uh, yeah, he's like know. he's he's no he was known as Mister Mint. Uh, had some of the biggest finds. He was he 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 he'd be a hobby goat for sure. Okay, fair fair. Yeah yeah. All right, man. Let's let's wrap. Everybody, thank you so much for uh, for joining, Ben. Thank you. This was a ton of fun, man. I had a great time. We'll get That's you. Sure. We'll get you on again for sure. Thank you, sure. thank you, boss. I appreciate it. Even though you know all the all the food talk is gonna have me, you know, going over to McDonald's right now, which I really shouldn't. But you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, oh boy, Logan Ward says Mr. Mint is dead. Oh, when did he die? Did that's, he uh, that's awkward? When did he die? Like, did he die after I saw him at the national? Because <laughs> uh, I really feel like I've seen him there. And the earliest national I was at, I believe, was 2000. I think the first one I ever went to was 07. I know I was I was at the 08 one for sure. Mm-hmm. I just rem- I just remember that one clearly because I ran into my brother there by coincidence. But I think I was at one before. I think it was at 06 or 07 or maybe even both. But curious to know what, what year he died. Mm-hmm. Jordan, over under 200 people who approach you per <laughs> day at the national and say hi. Under... Easily. No, 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 no. Yours is going to be over no, 200. Mine's, yeah, mine's, mine's going to be like zero. Well, you're going to have a booth set up. So technically, you're going to have a lot of people like oh. approaching you. So, yeah, still yeah. under 200 is a lot of people. Come on. I mean, I haven't been to the national, but from what I heard, it's going to be packed. So you, you could have said 25. I would say for, for me walking around 25, maybe. Nah, you're you're being you're you're being no, too modest here. You're no, being you're, you're no. being too modest here, man. I'm no I'm no sports card investor. I'm no personal finance dad. These guys have tens of thousands of subscribers. It's not about the subscribers though. It's about the quality of your subscribers, right? So yeah. all the you, all you, of the uh, all the hobby heads that all the all the real maybe they're gonna maybe oh, thirty five right. then maybe thirty five. <laughs> That's it. That's it for me for sure. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Tampa, thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Tampa. That's it, ben. We're done, man. You good? I'm I'm great, man. This was Pooh? fun. I, uh, How's Winnie the Pooh? Winnie the Pooh good? Uh, he's, he's he's chilling. You already know. He's you chilling. already know. He, All right, guys. That's it. That's it for this weekend. Thanks, everybody, again. Really, really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but Tampa, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. That's what oh Dustin is. Dustin's, like Dustin's really great. Dustin's he's great. A, he's a very good guy. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. No, no comment on the uh, on the uh, thumbnails, but Dustin's a good dude. Uh, Dustin's a great. Like Dustin's that. great. Yeah. yeah. 
Have a good one, Chris. You too, man. What are you getting after the show? <laughs> A&W or what? Or what? Uh, I don't funny. know. I don't know if the A&W near me is open right now. I know the McDonald's is. So, you know, uh, I might have a, I don't know if I'm a lot. I might have a McGangbang, but uh, do you know what that is? Let's let's just skip that. Let's no, that no, no. It's not bad. It's just it's just it's a, it's a, it's a slang term for the type of sandwich at McDonald's. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. I know it sounds bad. It's but basically, it's you take a McDouble and then you take a Junior Chicken and then you sandwich it in between the McDouble. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So, Mister Min passed away 2017. So, yeah, I'm pretty pretty certain I had seen him at the National. Who was that recent? Jordan's, uh, you're welcome, Jordan. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, Jordan. <laughs> didn't care, never. <laughs> oh my goodness. Joe Perot, didn't know you were there, buddy, but hey. glad to know you are. Thanks, of course, Joe. Of course, hockey guy knows what it is because he's the fastest. <laughs> he's the fast. He's got the fastest trigger Google trigger hands than that, that I know of for sure. Or, or he's, he's just a fast food guru. He just True, knows that probably. I'm just bugging you, Chris. All right. <laughs> That's it. We're done. I'm, I'm ending it right now. Stay yeah. right there, Ben. It is over. Good night, everybody. Thank you for joining. We'll see you next week. Yeah, for sure. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.